Welcome to tonight's episode of The Imprint. We are glad to say that we are now live on Twitter and this is our first Twitter space episode. In light of what we've been doing, we started a new series and um, it's the trading series and we basically started from introduction to cryptocurrencies. We are having our co-host here, Fortune, and our guest speaker for today will be Trader Donalds. All right. Good evening, folks. This is Fortune Edwards of The Billion Hub. Welcome to this week's episode of The Imprint. It's always a wonderful thing to, you know, to share value-driven information with you guys, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You see, about a month ago, like Diamond said, we started a new series titled The Trading Series. Now, we kicked off with an introduction to the three major financial markets, the forex market, the crypto market, and the stock exchange market they are very interesting. The following week, we had about nine traders, you know, share their experience, their journey in trading and all. And it was wonderful, yeah, because we got to learn a lot from their experiences. Two weeks ago, yeah, we went a step further in trading series and talked about, you know, common mistakes forex traders make. It was really insightful, yeah, we received a whole lot of positive reviews and honestly, we're not taking for granted. Last week, very interesting episode two, we had Oriye Yanwayo, you know, he educated us about the big players and he spilled so much knowledge, so much knowledge. And today, we're interacting with us on the traders mindset okay thank you very much fortune for that introduction while we are waiting for trader donuts could you just share insights for the benefit of those who might have um, missed the last session just share some insights on the key takeaways from the last session thank you oh all right um key takeaways majorly was you know the big market how you know sorry the big players <laughs> okay i'm seeing the big market i'm involved the big market yeah so we had we talked about the big players and you know the big players basically uh, these you know large financial institutions that really really move the market. You know, they come into the market with large trading volumes and do their thing, manipulate people here and there. You know, just basically play people around. And one significant thing we you know, got to learn last week was that these are guys that you just need to accept that they exist because you cannot beat your way around them. All right. So before Donald join us here, you know, um, I just love to you know talk to us on some things here. So basically, uh, being a trader, it does not just entail establishing you know, excellent strategies and performing thorough analysis, but also involves you know developing a positive mindset, which is what Donald is really really talking about today. And you know, what differentiates a winning trader from a losing one, according to several stories of traders, is not the case that okay, winning trader device more effective trading strategies or successful traders are more intelligent or what really separates them is the psychology of the trader. I always tell my guys that trading is more psychological than analytical because so many people just you know focus on the analytical skill yeah most traders when they first begin trading you know they basically believe that all you need to do is just find a good strategy and youtube guys are always there to mislead them they just tell you oh 100% working strategy particular strategy watch this video to you know, learn about it and then people are often misled and after that all they will need to do is just you know they believe they just need to come to the market every day plug in the fantastic trading strategy and the market just miraculously start pumping them on that kind of thing and it's so unfortunate that it is not so and any of us who has actually started trading we have learned that it's not that easy yeah. there are plenty of traders who use intelligent good design trading strategies and the markets will just time they pump they just believe that because they started their strategies are excellent it's just the investors are pumping money for them and there are many traders who actually have this good system but they still lose money why because obviously their psychology or their mindset is not where it should be and the few traders who constantly make money in this trading game yeah, are those who have developed their appropriate psychological mindset and 
enable them to be consistent winners. You know, there are certain beliefs, attitudes, and psychological characteristics that are essential to conquering. It's not just about having an excellent strategy. Yeah. So before I bring Fred Donald here to speak, permit me to just do a brief introduction. So Ajayi Kuri Donald, yeah, who you all know as Trader Donald, is a forex trader, crypto trader, synthetic indices trader. In fact, he recently created a course for synthetic indices traders, a dumbed down strategy on trading volatility index. And I remember when he finished this strategy, I was one of the first persons he showed it on ground. Telegram video called for some time and was showing me how these things works and that was really, really wild. That was wild. Interestingly, yeah, he simplified all these things, all these things in his course. But Donald is not just a trader, he's also the CEO of Joel. And Joel is a digital exchange for digital assets. He's a finance tutor, very vast in this field, very, very vast. Regardless of the fact that he's pursuing a degree in engineering, he still has so much interest in finance. I mean, Donald is one of the very big people that introduced me to the method of trading I use today. And I honestly did not take it for granted. I respect him so much. You know, we got talking in 2020 during the lockdown when I connected to him through Investor NK and it's been a wonderful experience ever since then. I remember when we get talking around 1 a.m. to a.m. talking about a lot of things, something like you know, to us, when the fire is trained, was trending, we go to talk. We don't talk often yeah, but when we talk, trust me, it's always very intensive. Yeah. Donald is an awesome trailer. So before he comes up to speak, yeah, while the conversation is ongoing, if you have any questions, you can just tweet with the hashtag ask the imprint and then your questions will be definitely mentioned here. Not only that, we also have like three, four people speak after it's done, don't just interact and ask questions. So thank you very much for showing up to that Donald there. And you can go ahead and make yourself. All right, good evening, everybody. As Fortune has said, I'm Trader Donald, and actually, my full name is Ajayiko Donald, and most people call me Trader Donald because that's my brand name. And Fortune brought me up today to talk about the trader's mindset. And to be honest, this is actually a very, very short topic and easy topic, but it's actually hard to execute. It's hard to put it into works. It's hard to put in the actions that is needed, but it's a very, very short topic. In fact, almost everything I will say today, if you're a trader or you have been struggling trading or being consistent or profitable, you probably face or you'd have seen most of the things I'm talking about today, but still, you don't understand how it works. You don't know how you can make it work for yourself. So I'll just break it short and I'll like to talk about a few things mostly about myself when i'm trading and how i trade so you can learn from my own personal experience so yeah it would be a lie to say that success in this market is not even this market in any market any financial market it would be a lie to say that success in any financial market is solely dependent on your strategy because you can actually have one of the best strategies and still not be profitable you can learn from one of the best traders or one of the most popular traders on Instagram or anywhere and still not be profitable. Not because you didn't learn well or you didn't learn from the right person or he taught you nonsense. He might have taught you well enough, but your brain is not working with you. You'd have heard this saying before that out of 100 traders, 90 traders are not profitable. And you think it's actually a joke or you think it's cap, but this is your fact. If you put 100 traders in your room, the chances of you seeing 20 profitable traders is very, very low. The maximum you'll see is 15 or 10. Some might be trading and not actually be losers, but they are not profitable. You know, you can trade and, you know, deposit $1,000 in your account. When the account goes to 200 the next day, two days later, it goes back to 900. A day later, it goes to 1,001. You know, you're just dancing around the 1,000 range. This happens a lot. And yeah, you cannot say you're a losing trader, but at the same time, you cannot call yourself a profitable trader because you're just dancing within a range. 
profit traders have exponential growth where the account goes from 1000 to 1100 today the next day it goes to 1200 maybe a day after they lose 50 dollars it goes to 1150 then later it goes to 1003 you understand you're not losing so much that you're losing your capital and this comes with not just strategies it comes with your mindset consistency and profitability is determined by your mindset you can be trading for years when i mean years you can be trading for two three years and still not be profitable this is something i've seen people do like they put in their all every year in and out but they're not profitable not knowing that it all actually starts from your brain everything starts from your brain your mindset the winning mindset that's what matters the most one thing a lot of people do in fact not only beginners anybody generally they feel like after trading for two months or three months a particular strategy they feel like okay this strategy is no more working let me learn another strategy this is cap this is pure cap because almost any strategy works the strategy which as much as in fact as low as 50% win rate works very very well in the market when i mean 50% win rate i mean like if they take 10 trades today there's a chance the chances of them getting five trades and losing five trades is very very high but most of the time it's like a 50 50 they lose five trades and they win five trades but one thing they always have is risk to reward which is if you take a trade you're planning to lose either one dollar to get three dollars you're planning to lose hundred dollars to get two hundred dollars so once you have a good risk to reward in fact a 50 percent win rate is nothing to you you will still make money off the market as long as you have a good system a trading plan and this is something that comes to the mindset apart from the mindset you don't have a trade plan people will listen to this and still not have a trading plan trading is not like that you need to have them written down that if this is happening i'd rather not trade not trading is a trading strategy this is also a saying i brought up i think i saw it somewhere and i started saying it in there not trading is a trading strategy because people think because i'm a trader or my name is trader donald i'll be on my charts 247 or like 80 percent of the time you see me on my chart that's cap i mean if i'm trading you won't even know I'm trading. People that live with me don't even know I trade. They keep asking me, how far? Why do they always trade? Because they never see me trade. I can also come in the morning around 6 and take my trades. And the next time I'm checking my trades, it'll probably be on my phone. I'll probably be doing something, probably at the gym or I'm working. You understand? Trading is not like, it's not meant to be a full-time job. It's not meant to be something you put in all your life into, you put in all your mind into, or you're like watching your charts 247. You just get tired because you can be trading two hours a day and still make as much money as you make trading 17 hours a day. In fact, I know people that they trade all their life, like all day, all night, they are trading. At the end of the day, if they come back and like bring up their account balance or their portfolio, they'll probably make 50% for the month. And that same 50 I'll make that same 50% by trading just two hours a day or even an hour a day. You're not meant to like putting all your life into trading. Trading is not that stressful. You don't just have your life. You're putting like you're taking it as your full-time job. It's not meant to be like that. You're just you're playing with yourself. Psychologically, emotionally, you're playing with yourself. Of recent, I had actually left Forex for volatility index. So right now I'm strictly trading indices. I have my reasons. The reasons are personal and I'm not sure I'll be sharing that. But I left Forex for volatility index because I feel like the Forex market is fading out. You know, everything is going against everything. It is now more of manipulation, more of fundamentals than even technical analysis itself. So I had to leave for a market that it is not affected by war or um, COVID-19 or something is happening in US. So their dollar value should reduce. Now, I don't move like that. It is stressful trading and you're trying to do technical analysis at the same time you have to follow the market so as the market does not go against you while you are trading so so many things can go wrong if you're not safe so what 
what I do is I left the map entirely. I dropped it. In fact, people paid for my forex course. And after a while, I told them I'm going to refund all of them. I refunded almost everybody because I want to stop trading forex. I feel like volatility index is like a safe space for me. So recently, I had a 32-day winning streak on volatility index. When I mean 32 days, I mean I traded every day, two to three hours a day, and I did not make a loss for 32 days. And during that period, I was really consistent. I was posting my results every day on my status. And I got questions from people. In fact, I, I taught people this strategy. I, was I think, I, think I remember that. Yeah. So I actually um, taught people this stuff. And still on still, the same strategy I was using that was giving me money every day for 32 days. I taught some people, like people that are close to me, that also trade. And they still couldn't make money from that same strategy. But I was making money. Not because the strategy was not working, but the brain. It all comes from the brain. If you can't control your brain, I mean, 90 out of 100 traders are not profitable. This is because they are taking things as nature. You know, these emotions that you get when you are trading is natural. Overconfidence, overtrading, greed, revenge, fear, doubt, all these things are actually natural. But for you to trade, you have to feel like you're immortal to these things. You have to be very, very different. If you know that your friend will react like this when he's making a loss, react the other way when you're trading. Because you have to be like the direct opposite. This is why 10% out of 90% make money. Because these 10% are not thinking or they're not taking things as nature. They're taking it very, very different way. And most of you guys just think that all you have to do is get a good strategy and start making money. Nah. If you get a good strategy, what the strategy will help you do is maintain your losses. I mean, you take a $1,000 account from one 1,000 to 900, you take it back to 1,001, you take it back to 800, it goes to 1,005, you lose all your profit the next day, you know. This is benefit of using a good strategy. You won't lose money. You'll just be ranging around the points. But once you can understand how this thing works, everything gets easier for you. Because you really have a good strategy that can maintain you not making loss when your psychology is not still perfect. It's not even 10% good enough. But once you break out, once you actually work on yourself and you're making a whole lot of money, you will see the difference. You would notice it yourself. you see that the way you're thinking is different from the way you think when you are not good enough in the market. So um, I would like to talk about the different emotions that we go through when we're trading. I feel like number one thing is self-belief because if you don't believe in your trades or yourself you're just starting self-belief does not even come for only trading it comes generally everywhere if you don't believe in yourself you're you're just starting like success is far from you until you start believing in yourself and the main reason why you don't believe in yourself is probably because you feel like you have not put in so much work to learn what you're meant to learn or do what you're meant to do and at the same time you're still being lazy about it you know so first thing is that self-belief you need to believe in yourself once you don't have self-belief that's when you would analyze it pair and you still go and show your friends that alpha help me analyze this pair too so i would know if we're all on the same page nah it doesn't work that way you need to believe in your analysis believe in yourself because if you keep showing others others will only tell you that okay it's supposed to go up not supposed to go down and you are saying that it's supposed to go down you guys will just be against each other at the end of the day both of you might even be right it's just that both of you are seeing it from different angles maybe the first person is a scalper the other person is a swing trader you guys are seeing it from different aspects but both of you are right so first of all you need to believe in yourself if you do not please work on that because it is very 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 compulsory it is very 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 compulsory that's number one to me I'm very sure you don't even see this anywhere or something but i'm telling you from my own experience i've been a kind of trader that goes as much as going to trading view you know where all these people post their comments on trading view to so check 
if I'm in the right direction with them before I take my trade. And I did not break out until I stopped doing those things and I believed in my own analysis. Another thing I, I do when I'm trading is that I'm actually very, very comfortable with taking risks. And I accept losing trades, I accept winning trades as they come. After all, losing trades are part of the game. I will not tell you that I've never lost before because I'm already good at trading. I don't make any losses anymore. In fact, I probably make more losses self. <laughs> but when my profits come, they come in bulk. And I lose $500 today and the next day I'm making $1,000 or $1,005. They come in bulk. I'm not saying I make so much losses, but yes, I make losses. Losses are part of the game. You have to accept it. Another thing I do is I kind of check the market before I take my trades. Because I'm analyzing the market now and I'm seeing that this is supposed to drop from this level. After seeing this thing, once I see that there's a change in price action, I won't say because I was seeing a sell before, I'll still keep looking for sales. No. Once I see there's a change in price action, I've changed my bias already. In fact, I'll probably not trade that take a trade that looks very risky. I easily change my mind once i see price action indicating a change and i do it without hesitation once i see it i'm changing everything immediately then one more thing is i'm not super excited when i'm having a winning streak in fact during my 32 days winning streak here yeah, i was not acting like i was a god if i was risking 20 dollars a day or 30 dollars a day because I was on a winning streak doesn't mean at one point I was going to risk $200. Nah, I would never do that. Because there's nothing like a short trade. Your losing day can come anytime. And I would not want to risk profits I've made for like maybe three days and lose it just at once. So my risk is always the same every time. I'm not excessively excited about winning trades. If I have 100 days winning streak, I would never increase my risk above what I can afford to lose. If I make $30 a day for 10 days, that's $300. I would never say I want to risk $200 and just one trade a day after now nah, i'll still be within the range of the 30 to 60 because that's what i can afford to lose that's what the market has given me to risk and one thing people don't do is withdrawals you guys make money it's so painful that you guys make money and you will not withdraw i tell my students if you're making money see if i flip an account because i trade volatility index and it's mostly about flipping for me if i'm not making times two or times three of the account size i've not made money i've not even traded at all to me so if i make as much as or as low as $30 on a $30 trade, that has me making times too. I will withdraw my initial capital. I'll first go and buy Shawarma first and feel alright like I know I've made money from the market. But what people think they should do is they should compound <laughs> in this Nigeria or in this forex market, in this financial market. You will compound, you make as much as times two of your money, you make as much as $1,000 and you will lose everything plus your capital the next month. Compounding is not a thing that you should do in, in a situation like this because you can lose at any time. You can have a losing streak at any time. So first thing you should do is make your withdrawal. Once you even use that withdrawal money, your profits to buy something for yourself and you're like okay i think i'm interested in trading the market even more you know when you buy things for yourself you buy yourself a good phone or you buy yourself a good laptop you buy a car these are things i did from trading to be honest once i make one big cash out like this go and buy something it might be an investment it might be liability just buy it because at the same time you can lose this money any day there was one time when i was trading cryptocurrency and i made as much as i think twelve thousand dollars all the way from one thousand dollars that was 2020 when cryptocurrency was everywhere 2020-2021 yeah i made as much as twelve thousand dollars from one thousand dollars and just one crash from btc in 2021 around march or april i lost like 70 percent of it from twelve thousand dollars i was seeing three thousand dollars in my account and i was seeing three k of my account and i'm like ah 
the same account I was saying twelve thousand dollars. When I recovered this money, I went to buy a car immediately. I didn't think about it twice. Because this same money I was thinking about it like what can I actually buy? What can I actually do with this money? Where can I invest this money or do something? But I was saying let me compound so I can make more profits. Almost the day I recovered the money that I saw above twelve thousand dollars on that same account. I went to buy my car immediately. I didn't think about it twice. And I, I feel very good about it because now the market is now even very, very shady. People are going to stop trading. Everybody's now into DeFi jobs and stuff because they have seen that trading the financial market is too risky for them. I mean, you cannot live in Nigeria and at the same time, you are making money in a place where you can also lose that same amount at any time. Nigeria alone is already, you are suffering enough to be losing any money. So once you make your money, do something with it. If you have plans, if you have to, you know, go into real estate, if you can afford it, if you have to do anything, open a store, anything you need to do, spend that money, spend it physically, like you can see your money with you like this. Even if you want to hold cash, hold me, I always hold cash, proper, proper, like I hold cash and I always make sure I hold cash in mint. I just want to see the money that, okay, this is money I make from trading. It will give you more motivation to trade and you want to maintain because you know how you made the money you want to change your ways so you can make more money because changing your ways can also make you lose more money so you have seen the pattern already you keep following that pattern till forever because it's keep making you money even though you change your strategy that pattern will still keep making you money and another thing people don't do is risk management or money management this is the most important part of trading there's no strategy you want to use if you don't have good risk management or money management you will be fucked up and this is this is why my volatility index course is very different because I've actually gone through a lot of courses and I've seen that people are teaching nonsense. I mean, they are teaching strategies, but they're not teaching money management. Let me explain something to you. You're trading a market as volatile as gold or even more volatile than gold and you are thinking of compounding your money. If that is not meant, it is madness because something that is as volatile as gold... Okay, uh, let me talk about volatility index because that's what I've been trading lately. So I'll be referring to that a lot. Something like volatility 75. You can carry your account from $20 to $500 and the next day, you will lose all the money. Plus your $20 capital, you will lose every single thing. Or even trading boom and crash where your stop loss does not work. If you are trading something like that, never deposit more than you can lose because you can lose anything or everything at any time. That's why when I'm trading, I risk the amount I plan to lose. If I'm planning to lose $50 on a single trade, it's only $50 I'll put on that account and I'll trade that is either I lose $50 or I make times 2 or I make times 3 or I make times 4. I would never go and put $1,000 in an account and say I want to risk just $50 out of the $1,000 on boom and crash where a spike can make me lose everything at once. Nah, you should not do that to yourself. You should not even do that to yourself at all. And also something people do is also borrowing money to trade. <laughs> There's nothing you can say about it. Your psychology is messed up already as long as that money is not your own. As long as you are scared of losing that money. There's nothing you can do about it. You have messed it up. That's why it's even hard for people to trade prop firm accounts like all these like forex funds and stuff and still be profitable. Even though you are profitable with your own money, as long as the money is like it has limits, they're telling you that you must not do this, you must not do that, you should not lose more than this. Or more, you are messed up already. Your mindset is messed up already. So don't don't ever borrow money to trade. So you can trade prop firms if you can work on yourself so well that. You can actually maintain profitability. You can trade profit, but if you cannot, please don't bother. Because your mindset, your everything, you'll be filled with doubts. You'll be filled with fear. 
because you do not want to lose more than they have said you should lose. Or you don't want to lose money that you cannot afford to pay. Imagine your whole network's up and down. Even if you sell everything you have, it's like 1 million. Are you going to collect 5 million euro to trade? <laughs> you cannot trade in this because you know if you lose 500 kids, if you're in soup. This is something you need to check. Never borrow money to trade. People that have done it, some people are still paying it now. And they are my DMs telling me that, how can I, what can I do to it? Nah, I'm not helping you bro because I advised you at first. Never borrow money to trade. You would lose everything. You would lose every single thing. The more you are losing, you are like, I still make it back. You keep losing. The more you try, you still keep losing. So do not borrow money. That is very, very important. This is very, very, very important. I think I've talked about fear already. Yeah, fear of losing money. <laughs> Once you are getting scared to lose money, you will never make money. That's just it. That's something you should know. It is it is basics. Once you are already scared of losing the money in this financial market, too, you probably never make any money. You probably lose the money you are scared of losing. And you are probably scared because you are risking more than you can afford to lose. That's one. Or you have not backtested your strategy enough. Now, let me tell you something. Once you backtest, first of all, demo account. Demo account is only to help you understand the trading platforms is only to help you understand how metatrader 5 works it's only to help you understand your lot sizes the kind of lot sizes you'll be using for a $1,000 account or $500 account demo account is not for building your psychology or getting better or building your mindset it is never about that it is never about that demo account is never about trading your strategies or backtesting your strategies when you're backtesting you use a live account because that is when your emotions are involved that is when you know your win rate with your emotions involved when you're using a demo account you would never know your actual win rates because your, your emotions are not involved you are trading without fear without doubt when you're using demo account you never ask your friend that have five to check this trade these are things you will not do when you're trading a demo account so never backtest the strategy with a demo account backtest with a live account because at that point your emotions are involved you can have a 90% win rate on a demo account and you go live and you see that you have just 50% win rate when your emotions are involved you know because you have been backtesting with the demo account and you have been seeing that out of 10 trades you win nine you lose only one you now go to your live account and think it is like that so then your risk management will now be bad you have a risk management of one ratio one you now start having a win rate of 50 50 or 40 60 that's 40 percent of winning trade and 60 percent of losing trade it will mess up your account there's no way it will mess up your account but when you have backtested with your live account and you have lost money but at the same time you are seeing your win rate that okay my win rate here since i've been trading my live account is five out of ten that is five winning trade five losing trades when you take ten trades yeah once you go fully live like you actually want to go live full time now trading the strategy not backtesting it anymore you will understand that your risk to reward should never be less than one ratio two i won't be teaching risk management here because that's not what i'm here to teach but if you understand what i'm saying you understand that your risk to reward should not be less than one ratio two because that's the only way you can maintain profitability do you understand so fear comes from lack of backtesting with real accounts or risking more than you can afford to lose when you're already risking you have a $1,000 account and you're risking $200 per trade. Are you not mad? Because you know that if you lose $200 three times, you have lost more than 50% of your capital. And it brings us to our next topic. Don't let the losses get out of hand. Never let the losses get out of hand. You are risking $200 per trade on a $1,000 account. If you have three losses, 60% of your account is gone. Now, let me tell you how much you need to get back on track, like to go back to break even. If you make a 10% loss, you need 11% to recover back to break even. 
that means if you have a hundred dollar account and you lose ten dollars you need to make eleven dollars to come back on you feel me you need to make extra ten dollars i mean to, to come back on and that extra ten dollars is eleven percent of your account let me give you another example that might be understandable by you if you're not good at mathematics so now you have a hundred dollar account and you lose twenty five percent of it that is you losing twenty five dollars for you to come back to break even that is for you to come back to hundred dollars you need to make thirty three percent profit remember you lost only twenty five percent but for you to come back to break even you need to make thirty three percent profit you made a loss just two months but you need to take like two trades to come back to break even let me now tell you what is worse when you have a hundred dollar account and you lose fifty dollars and you have fifty dollars left for you to come back to hundred dollars that is break even you need hundred percent profit do you understand you have hundred dollars you lost fifty dollars you have fifty dollars left for you to get back to hundred dollars you need to make extra fifty dollars which is hundred percent of your present account which is fifty dollars if you now lose seventy five percent of your account you need four hundred percent profit to cover it up so never let the losses get out of hand because once they get out of hand <laughs> for you to make back the profit it will take you time and after taking your time, there's a chance that you start risking more than you can afford to lose. You're trying to recover your losses even faster. So you tend to lose even more because you start risking more than you can. You start risking out of $50 account, you're risking $25 per trade. That's 50%. Like, it won't make sense to you. Once you let losses get out of hand, everything gets confusing. Everything gets harder. It messes with you psychologically. It messes with your mindset. So do not do these things. These are things that you can control. This one is not about your brain anymore. These are things you can control yourself. When it comes to the doubt part, that is about your brain. When it comes to the fear, even though you are not borrowing money or you have backtested your brain rates with a live account, you can control those things with your brain. But letting losses to be as minimal as possible, that is up to you. You have to control that naturally by yourself. You don't need your brains to do that. You just need to understand that you should not risk too much on every single trade. No matter how many losses you have taken, then what people now do is revenge trading. I don't know why people do that. To me, I don't know why. <laughs> I know it is natural to do that, but you're not fighting with a human being. You can say it is revenge when you're like trying to do that to another human. But you're fighting with the market. You're fighting with millions of traders and banks. Why exactly are you trying to revenge? How much money do you have that you're trying to revenge? You're fighting with people that are trading with 100k, 50k, or people that are trading with $1 million, $2 million, $7 million, $10 million with your $5,000 account and you think you have an edge? Are you really doing that to yourself? Please, please and please, don't revenge trade. You might lose three trades in a row. That doesn't mean you should increase your risk. Because you have lost three trades in a row, you now want to increase your risk from $10 to $50 or to $30. Never do that to yourself. Because at that point, the fear now kicks in. Because you want to revenge, you now start getting scared. And there's nothing like a short trade. I've said it before. That point where you risk that $50 or $30 instead of risking $10, you might even lose again. And now, it leads us back to letting your losses get out of hand. Your losses will now start getting out of hand. It now takes more to recover. Everything is intersected. They, are, they work hand in hand. So if you can control one, everything will be in control. If you don't let your losses get out of hand, because if you don't want to let your losses get out of hand, you don't want to revenge trade with bigger amount than you usually risk. So everything works hand in hand. So if you mess up one, everything scatters. If you undo one very, very well, everything comes in place. Do you understand? Then another thing is greed and that is very, very natural for every Nigerian. Almost every Nigerian is greedy. The country is hard. It is understandable. The country is very, very hard. But try not to be greedy. Try not to be greedy. You might have a winning streak of 100 days. It is that day that you plan to raise 50% of your account you will lose. You think the world is against you but you don't know that. It is just your brain you are saying that this trade is not supposed to go like it's not going to go in the direction you're expecting it to go to but you don't know 
it will be in your subconscious that this is not the right trade to take but you don't know like physically you don't know that you're taking the wrong trade that's when you go and risk you go and risk hundred dollars instead of risking ten dollars everything will be against you you feel like you're cost i don't know if you have traded to that extent where you feel like you're cost and this happens a lot you think because you're in nigeria and your village people are against you some of you won't give up trading because of that you know that everything is just from your brain you have been risking ten dollars since suddenly you want to risk hundred dollars suddenly you're out of the blue because you have made profits for three days back to back that day that you risk that hundred dollar is when you lose all your money because your capital because your profit you lose everything because once you lose hundred dollars you want to like make it back because you have been having a winning streak you want to risk let's say fifty dollars again you lose it again you reduce it to twenty five you lose it again until you go back to that ten dollars and you still want to trade it normally but you still keep losing you don't understand it's so it will not make sense to you. Go be like quantum physics. It will not make any sense to you. All these things happen from your brain. And like I said, once you can undo one, maintain your risk. You know, don't revenge trade. Don't let your losses get out of hand. If you can maintain one, everything comes in play. Everything gets balanced. You know, I've been used to being profitable, so I can't see some things I'm doing are like in my subconscious, and I don't even know that I'm doing them. So I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you guys, or I won't even know I'm supposed to tell you guys those things because it feels like the new normal. Do you understand? So I think that is all but a bit of advice is ensure that you master your strategy no matter the strategy you use people will tell you that indicators do not work it's only ICT that works or ICT said indicators do not work see I have traded hundreds of strategies that one and I can tell you that every strategy works it's just your brain that is messing with you settle with one strategy you are very very comfortable with that you have seen that it is very systematic and it's like step by step settle with it understand the whole concept then focus on yourself experience does not come from you having five different mentors holding zoom calls with you one hour per day i swear it does not come like that if you don't put in that work and go to your chat and actually draw those lines you're supposed to draw or even back test you know back test as much as three months five months six months i swear to god you know you're profitable i swear to god <laughs> it is very easy it is not any stressful it is just as easy as it sounds you will never be profitable until you do those things you have to do put in that work create a very good trading plan trading plan can consist of how many trades you can take at once i'm giving you guys tips that I actually give in my actual volatility index class but i'll share for free here trading plans are always unique every trader's trading plan is unique you cannot copy one particular trader's one and feel like you can work with it no it comes from you the more you experience the market, you know that, okay, there's something I should not do. There's something my mind is not comfortable with doing. I'll be comfortable with taking seven trades at once. And you, once you take three trades, that is everything will scatter for your head. So, like, don't you, you're not meant to follow me. You're just meant to follow, like, my blueprints. You understand? So, your trading plan can come from strategies to use, you know, how to analyze with them top down, weekly to one minute, or should you stop at five minutes, or stop at three minutes, or stop at 30 minutes? Like, should your least time frame be one hour? You understand? All these things will be from your experience market you know how many hours would you check your charts for for me now i'm very comfortable with my one hour per day two hours per day i'm making good money i'm not stressing and i'm doing every other thing i have to do i mean i run like three different brands at once trademark is just one i still run jewel i still run a game store i run so many things together and they're still like how are you profitable doing these things because i know what i'm doing i've spent time to write these things down i understand the way my body works i'll never go and meet q banks and say you should give me a trading plan so i can see i know people that have learned from q 
Ubers. I know, I know people that have learned from all these people that they charge like $3,000 for a course and they're still not profitable. So, profitability does not come from who you learn from. It comes from your own experience, your, your mindset, the way you build yourself. The more the experience, the easier you understand things that can go wrong when you're trading. You understand yourself so well that you're like, even if your friends are telling you that Alpha just entered the trading, I want to enter now. It's, it's showing signs of going, you're saying no, you cannot take more than two trades in a day. It might even work out fine. It's not like it's not work out. You might think that trade is profitable, but you don't want to bend your rules for any reason. Stick to your rules. Stick to your trading plan. Everything is easier from there. You understand? You can also decide how many indices you'll be trading or how many currency pairs you'll be trading. Oh, it has been longer traded for it. I've forgotten everything. But you know, how many currency pairs you'll be trading? Because you cannot trade everything. Even though your strategy works on everything, find the ones that they work better on, the ones that give you proper win rate that is good enough for you. Then stick to them. You cannot start saying, because this one is NZDCHF, I have to have a minimum risk to order one to three. Then if I want to trade your years, they have to have one ratio seven. Nah, just pick the best, the ones that give you the good win rate, the ones that maintain profitability for you. Choose them, analyze them, even makes it better for you because you cannot be trading 40 pairs. There's no way you will not see an opportunity every hour you check. Do you feel me? So you are trading 40 pairs, that means you plan to sit on your laptop like 247 because <laughs> there's always an opportunity when you are trading 40 pairs. But if you are trading just 5 pairs, you can check all of them and not see a single opportunity in any of them. Or you might see opportunities but they are not good enough. But when you are trading 40, you might see opportunities on 17 or even 10 and at least 3 will be good every single hour. Do you feel me? So stick to your 5 or 7 pairs, work with them. If you want to trade indices, trade indices be fine. To me, indices is like the best place for me. Like I saw so much comfort in it and I felt very comfortable. I can carry my account from $100 to $500 and I'm fine. You know, even my students are taking from 20 to 50, 20 to 100. Students will never learn for past one week old. So like you find somewhere that you're comfortable with. Some students are still not comfortable with the indices because probably they have been trading forex for too long and the old mindset shift is different. They are used to compounding now. I'm teaching them not to compound. Trade and make money. Cash out. Leave the market. Come back the next day. Trade, make money. Cash out. Leave the market. Who they follow you compound? I rather carry my account from 100 to 1,000 dollars. Cash out 800 dollars. Start a first the next day. Then say I want to keep the 1,000 dollars so I can make 10,000 dollars the next day. <laughs> I will lose plus my capital plus my profit. I will lose everything to whatever broker I'm trading. You feel me? So you have to know the kind of trader you are. You a scalper? Are you a day trader? Are you a swing trader? You have to understand the risk management rules. You have to know your entry rules and entry rules. This is why I see every trader is unique. Every single trader is unique. But they will not know they are unique because it is their subconscious. When I mean their subconscious, they don't know that they are doing it, but they are doing it. They do not know that it is meant to be like that, but they are just doing it and they don't know. It is just there to them. There are some things that I would see in the market. I'm like, okay, I can't take this trade because of this thing. I will not be seeing that thing like physically. I'm just seeing the signs that there's something there that is making me not take that trade. There's something there that is making me not comfortable taking that trade. I won't take the trade, but I will not know the exact reason why. It is in my subconscious because I've traded or I've had so much experience that when I see it, my third eye just sees it. Like I won't see it with my normal two eyes, but my brain is seeing it that no, this trade is not it's not meant to be. Do you feel me? The trade might even work out fine at the end of the day. I'm not saying you know, you know all these things like 50-50 or 70-30. It might work out fine at the end of the day, but I'll rather not do it than do it and it doesn't work out fine because that's just going to mess with my win rate. My win rate that I've been maintaining 69 to 70 percent. Suddenly it will go back 50 percent or 60 percent. Now I'm not interested. I'll rather stay far. Do you feel me? So everything comes from the brain after all. Everything comes from the brain. You know, there's also FOMO. I didn't talk about FOMO, fear of missing out. But like I said, if you don't doubt yourself, 
and your friends are telling you that I'll take this trade and you have analyzed the trade by your own self and you're saying that you don't want to take the trade but because your friends are taking you won't be comfortable with them making money and you're not making money from a trade that they told you to take so you start thinking should I take the trade or not please don't take it once you have analyzed it and you're not comfortable with it do not take it no matter what they say do not take it because at that point you're scared of missing out and you're not doubting yourself you're doubting your own strategies because if the trade eventually works out well it will mess with you psychologically because you're like okay you play my analysis no good you know you're like um probably my strategy is bad or something everything you now analyze you feel like it won't work out so you now be scared so many things will be going on because you feel like you have analyzed the market and your friend said it was a buy but you were seeing a sell so it was eventually a buy that is just one of your losing streaks one of your losses that you're supposed to make out of them so maintain your strategy don't say because your friend gave you a signal and you thought it was not a good signal then it later worked out well it's now messing with you thinking that your strategy is bad or you're not a good trader so you start doubting yourself you start getting scared when you want to take a trade a trade you're supposed to risk one percent on you go and risk 0.3 percent trade you're supposed to risk five percent on you risk one percent because you're like oh no actually this thing will work out well like this that doubt will mess you up then overconfidence overconfidence and greed they work hand in hand once you're on the winning streak you feel like this is $10 I'm carrying to $30 every day. Make I just try $100 to $300. Let me make my two weeks money in one day. <laughs> Remember when you used to flip accounts like around 2020? Now you flip accounts like from 100 to 400. Just one day like this on indices. But trust me, yeah, indices is not my thing. I've tried indices and anytime I find my daily account, I will lose money. I'm not even going to lie to you. But once I trade for a time, I'm just so comfortable with this. I think I'm not that kind of fast paced person, you know, who wants to flip money sharp, 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 sharp. Yeah. Do not dispute the fact that you know some people have issues with you know taking account profits because of this singular issue of you know wanting to flip. And me, I'm comfortable with not even flipping. So I even prefer to take account. So every day that is unique, every day is unique. Me, I don't like indices at all, but there he is making money with indices. So everybody is unique. And today, I had one experience here. Yeah. A friend of mine reached out to me and was like, yeah, for our fortune, there's this coin. I said, you know, when people hear psychology, the first thing that comes to their mind is FOMO, greed, you know, and all these common issues that have to do with psychology. So crypto traders, yeah, for people into NFTs now, now that people are diving into the NFT space, they want to do right things, they want to grind, they want to buy floor price, and all that. What does psychology really have to do with it? I know you are not really into NFTs, so to be quite looking at NFTs, you're just hugely heavy on NFTs. But what do you think about NFTs? What I think about NFTs and stuff, you are not trading per se. I can't say you are trading because it doesn't really involve charts. It doesn't really involve you analyzing something. It involves you doing research and trusting the project and minting the project or getting where at least and eventually minting the project and holding for long. You feel me? You won't even know the one that would actually last for long. And this is, you can't compare it to a market where millions of people are trading. You know, for NFTs, I don't know if millions of people are trading NFTs yet, but I know that quite a number of people are into this NFT of a thing, buying, minting, doing this, doing that, you know. But when it involves a lot of people trading it, that is actually why I left the Forex market. Once it involves a lot of people trading it, manipulation comes in play by people with way bigger funds than you can afford your brain comes in play because because you are seeing some things that happen or your friend made his first one thousand dollars by one risky trade it took if you like risky trades are the way and you start risking more than you can afford to lose and you keep losing your money because you are scared you don't know that your friend has one maybe his father is rich or something so he knows that if he loses his five hundred dollars he would he will find a way to actually deposit it back so he, instead of you to just maintain your risk management and stuff and you know fuck with yourself alone 
alone. You start to copy what your friend has done. You're trying to like do exactly the same thing indeed. So you can make your own first. Nah, it doesn't work that way. And so for NFTs, I really don't know how psychology comes into play. Because now we're even dealing with normal human beings, not even banks this time. We are dealing with people that just create NFT projects and eventually sell it out to people. These guys make the most money. So I don't I don't see buying NFTs as something I would even do or minting NFTs if the use case not true. Because it's something that a random person that is a graphic designer and can do proper marketing would create 10,000 NFTs, create a Twitter page, talk about the uniqueness of the NFTs, and people will start rushing into the Discord and start tweeting and doing different things for whitelist, if you me. So psychology won't even really come into play like that. You just have to follow the trend because now you're not dealing with banks. So you're dealing with normal human beings that you can see on Twitter also that will talk to you. More banks that you don't even know their plans. Thank you very much. You have been point. But you know, this NFT space here, yeah, even if they are the big guys are really not coming to the market, there are still some guys who still take advantage of just the random people because I mean I heard of an NFT, you know, this white list for them to get whitelist because of sometimes if it's a raffle they have to get with so many entries and all of that. I heard a guy that created about one hundred and eighty thousand emails to just get into the raffle. And eventually I think came out to say that he has like a company of a thousand employees where they work and they have like a place and like wow. So people are already heavy into the thing. Some people really have this FMA at this advantage where they get to be properly positioned before a whole lot of people yeah. Interesting. That's crazy. Very, very crazy. I think I saw that tweet yesterday and I was like, wow. So people are already creating organizations just to mint and get into raffle and all of that. Those guys are they are positioning themselves actually. Very soon they will be like the new banks because these people have not entered the crypto space yet. Actually, this device space. Once they come in, now who get money pass go fit compete with them? I can't say it's regulated yet, but once it gets regulated, things get harder. So if you know you're joining the crypto market or the DeFi or NFTs, make sure you're making the most this period. That was the conversation I was having with someone. I was telling Adam or this crypto space. If you don't get money or more, no even reason to say you want to crypto because there are a whole lot of things that you can actually lose your money through. So when you lose that money coming, what's like your backup plan? This one that we are seeing 200 percent in the day, 300 percent in the day, in the day you seen like maybe two percent. Very crazy, very very crazy. It will be very very crazy. So you have to make as much as you can. You might need to keep some things in place for now. It's been an awesome time, very awesome time. I mean, all of you have heard from. I don't know if I should say you hustle smart. Give yourself to learning. Proper learning, man. Trust me. If you do not give yourself to learning, you cannot learn your roots. You will not learn your roots. You guys should enjoy the rest of the week. Trust me. Take time. So you can go over this podcast episode again here. Yeah? It's uploaded on, on all podcasting platforms very, very soon. I mean, everybody that came out to speak, everybody that came out to listen, to learn, and everything has been an awesome time yeah? Sit back, relax, yeah. This series is going to be interesting, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your week, yeah. But it's been awesome, yeah. It's been awesome. So we'll do this more often. Next week, we're coming in. Do enjoy the rest of your week, guys. I mean, myself, I've learned a thing or two from this episode. Despite the fact that I'm still one hosting this episode, I've learned a lot from it. And I hope you have done, yeah. So, guys, enjoy the rest of your week, yeah. Signing out, fortunate words.